Hello, America. Whoa, what a great day. Uh, the, uh, the Biden administration has just erased from the federal record the report that talks about all of the weapons that were left behind. Um, do we just erase that stuff? Does that mean that it didn't happen now? Is that... Uh, They've also blocked uh, the uh, Congress. Congress, actually Nancy Pelosi, gaveled it down uh, for any kind of review and responsibility and asking questions. Apparently, we can't do that. But the good news is the CDC is hard at work for you. And we'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. My Patriot Supply is probably the best, uh, not probably, I was going to say it's the largest, but it is the best uh, company out there for survival, uh, for survival food. That's their whole mission. And I've, I've been with these, these people, and uh, the people that run it are just really solid, been in business now for, gosh, 15 years and and the owner started as a prepper and then started realizing this stuff is crap. And so he started his own and it is great. And it is the last line of defense between your family and a catastrophe. It is. I mean, imagine being in uh, being in New Orleans or anywhere around there with all the floods and everything else. I mean, just getting to a hotel is going to drain you. Food. My Patriot Supply. Their mission is your survival. Right now, you can get a 25% discount on the popular four-week emergency food supply. It is really where your family should be, at least three or four weeks of food. Just prepare with Glenn.com. Just go there right now. Get the discount before it's gone. Four weeks of food per person in your family is the bare minimum. Please go to preparewithglenn.com right now. Save 25% off each four-week food supply when you order. Don't wait before it's too late. Preparewithglenn.com. You know, Stu, what would the two things in government that you would be like, man, I want them laser-focused on things. I want them laser-focused on their job. Now, yes, it's true. I'd like them all, you know, FAA probably should be laser focused on their job. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? I want them to concentrate on that um, military. The military would be my number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should be laser focused mm-hmm. on that. No, no, nothing else. Nothing else. Just getting that job done. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I think the CDC would be one of those things. Yeah. I you think know? that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want them. I don't want them concerned about. Some new woke movement. Yeah, I really want them laser focused on is the airlock sealed? Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. We've that seen kind what happens uh, when other yeah. countries maybe don't have the airlock yeah. sealed so well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, we used to think that no news is good news from the CDC. When the CDC speaks, you're like, okay, why? Why are you talking? What? 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 what what's going on? Is there a seal that's mm. broken? What happened? I saw that movie. That wasn't good. So 18 months ago, we never thought of the CDC because they were focused on their job. But 18 months is like forever ago, right? Now, since the CDC has been able to unable to control COVID-19, they are apparently attempting to control something else. Now, I want you to know, you cannot control COVID-19. 
let's can we please get over this? I told you when it before it when it was in China. If this comes here and goes around the world, we will have to live with it for the rest of our lives. It's like the flu. And the flu of 1918 is still going around in one form or another. It's why we get shots. So can we stop making this into Ebola? It's not. And we're going, you can't cure it. You can do things to slow it down. You can do just like a flu shot. You can prepare for it. You can make the, the symptoms less severe and we should be doing all those things you come up with uh, therapeutics that will help Correct. lessen the symptoms Correct. there's all sorts Correct. of things that can be done and but, are being done by right me. right right well as long as they're approved as long as they're approved don't don't talk to joe rogan he <laughs> is i mean we should crucify him i know uh, the media loves oh. this story and but by the way the the fact that someone who is skeptical of vaccines or some treatment or whatever, and I don't even know if Joe Rogan really qualifies for that. His comments have been totally benign as far as I'm concerned. And and But anyway, it, the fact that someone who's skeptical of vaccines gets sick is not a news story. It's not. It's not a news story. I will say also it's not a news story if someone gets vaccinated and gets sick. But neither one are news stories. They're not news stories. They're part of a statistical profile that goes on. Some people who think vaccines are really bad are going to get COVID and get sick. Some people who get vaccines are going to have breakthrough cases and get sick. Neither one of them are news stories. When one of them occurs because you know the person's name, I'll give you Tom Hanks. That's the cele- oh, Tom Hanks. That first one where like on day two of COVID, Tom Hanks gets COVID. That one I'll give you. Outside of that, I don't really wow. need to know. I can't believe I'm working with an extremist. Anyway, <laughs> let me go back to the CDC. All right. They they are now trying to control language. Language. Now, I mean, I want to talk about not being able to read a room. Uh, CDC, you really have one job, and it's an important job. It's not like, you have one job, go clean the toilets. You have one very important job. Make sure the seals around the door (laughs) don't crack, okay? That's your one job. And if you are confused by that, all you have to do is look at the title on your card, okay? The D, disease. That's what you need to concentrate on, disease. But not in the Biden administration. No, no, no. In this White House, in the insane asylum that has become this uh, White House, any government agency is able and free and encouraged to weigh in on matters of wokeology. So I don't know if you saw this the other day, but um, I, I thought it was worth mentioning here that this week the CDC decided to provide Americans with its new preferred terms for select population groups and communities. Oh, good. I was wow. wondering about this. What wow. select groups and opportunities mm-hmm. can I learn about their preferred terms today? Right. <laughs> that's what that, I was thinking, right? That's what I had, had it from, on my calendar this morning, just that way. Right. From the people who... They're not quite sure if the seal was broken right. on COVID. No, who you knows? You might want to. just uh, Anyway, um, that's the lane you should be driving in. I just wanted to let you know. Stay in your lane. Uh, now, 
I learned, you probably learned, sticks and stones may break our bones, but the wrong terminology will murder us in cold blood every single time. I'm pretty sure that's the way it went. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Uh, So here they are. And if I may quote our fearless leader, this is no joke. No joke, man. This is real. The guidelines you can now find at cdc.gov. You are no longer allowed to call someone a drug addict. Okay, a drug addict is off the table. Off limits. You now have to call them a person who injects drugs. Now, to me, that sounds worse. First of all, it sounds worse. It takes 10 times as long to say. And what if you snort your drugs? Exactly right. What if you're addicted to prescription drugs and you're addicted to prescription drugs? You're comparing me with a heroin user? I mean, I'm sorry. I may be addicted to drugs, but I don't stick needles in my arm. Just from the perspective of just economy of syllables here, that's a long phrase to describe Mm -hmm. someone. Mm -hmm. Well, try this one. Stu, Mm -hmm. don't you dare ever call me an alcoholic ever again. Now, some people have a problem. They're like, you're an alcoholic in recovery. Eh, clunky. I'm an alcoholic. Okay. Mm. I am in recovery, but... I'm an alcoholic. Okay. Uh, You can't say that. Either one of those. Now, I'm a person with alcohol use disorder. No. No. Nope. Uh -uh. No. I'm not. I'm... uh... I'm a sloppy drunk. That's what I am. I'm a sloppy drunk. <laughs> Again, like that doesn't help. It's- yes, it does. Yes, it does. Don't. Are you not listening to science? This is the CDC. Why on earth are they dealing with this? Uh, you can't call people who smoke cigarettes smokers anymore. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that term can kill people faster than smoke. I almost said smokers. Oh, there I did. I said it. Oh, my gosh. I'm in trouble. You have to call them people who smoke, not smokers. People who smoke. I now I wish. Why on earth would that be better? I don't or know. worse. I oh, mean, it's not please. worse. It's just the same thing. Someone who's a smoker. Why, people, I'm just a messenger. Why you're crucifying me on this? I don't know. I'm not making this up. No joke. This is what they told me. This is real. This is happening, folks. No joke, man. Come on, man. Don't <laughs> refer to someone as homeless. Instead, they are a person Person. experiencing housing insecurity. Come on. Just the silly. Well, homeless is two. (laughs) What is it again? A person experiencing housing insecurity. What are we, 15 syllables from two, seven times the syllables? That's not appropriate. If you were. Just because. If we were normally calling. You are. You are syllable resistant. A person who resists syllables. No, thank you. you. Are, yeah, because you are a person <laughs> that is resi- you. Uh, you have a syllable. A person with syllable disorder doesn't mean the rest of us have to go down that path. I, I mean, I can kind of understand this if we were going the opposite direction. Right. We went from 15 syllables sure. to two. OK, right, okay. that makes yeah. sense. No. Okay, um, and you can't say people are mentally ill. Even the people who wrote this list, I can't call mentally ill. Okay, can't do it. Can they be an exception? They are people with a mental illness. Now, you might have detected a pattern here. Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, There really aren't that they're not that different. They're just putting the word 
people <laughs> in front of a lot of it. Okay, <laughs> right. Like they're saying essentially, if I could understand, maybe their logic here is that they're trying to say you are not defined by your alcoholism. The good you news are just a person who happens to deal with this this the, ailment. The good news is is that the left is recognizing people as people. They don't normally do that. They've mm-hmm. been dehumanizing people for a very long time, i.e. abortion babies and uh, anybody who disagrees with their vaccine nonsense or any of that. Uh, you're not really a person. But the good news is the CDC wants us to recognize that these are people. For instance, they're not just stupid employees of the CDC. They are people that work for the dim-witted idiots at the CDC. There you go. Right? Mm-hmm. Or the dim-witted idiots. No, sorry. The people that suffer from idiocy idiocy and <laughs> dim-wittedness <laughs> okay. that work at the CDC. I'm just saying. Right. So you can't say insane. That's insane. You're insane. What are you, insane? Insane in the membrane. What are you? What are you? you what, what, are you a, what are you? A person with a pre-existing behavioral health disorder? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's effective. Yeah. What are you? What? What? What's the what are you? Uh, a person with a pre-existing behavioral health disorder. You got to say that a couple of times before it really health pre-ex- disorder. Pre-existing uh, health disorder. So that's twelve syllables mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of the two of insane. Okay. So rural people. Rural, rural people. people. Does anyone go? Hey, yeah. Hey, what are you? A rural. And is that a thing? You rural people. You damn rurals out there. <laughs> screwing everything up. Yeah. You're not rural. You're people who live in a sparsely populated area. <laughs> Come on. These are not real. These are real. Go to CDC.gov. People who live in a sparsely yes. populated area. area. If you, you can't use the word elderly anymore. They're older adults or elders that's the only one. Oh, that one's good though we're that cutting elders yeah. is better than elderly yeah. yes i think is. they've improved that I think now that why on earth they're spending their time doing it i don't know but elders is i think faster. They, i think they're pretty sure that all the seals work i think that's i think that's what it is so they haven't led a, a, a particular they haven't funded any research that led to a global pandemic today, today so they can do this they can do this okay, they're like it. hey i don't think we're funding <laughs> anything really spooky in China or, you know, some gulag in Russia. So what do you say we work on language? I think they are still doing that funding, but that's a whole other <laughs> situation. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee it. Real estate agents I trust. Great news. Uh, you know how you thought you were going to have to use that uh, second rate real estate agent who barely knows what he's doing, you know, because uh, a friend of a friend or a, a cousin or somebody in your family knows somebody. And they were going to help you make that biggest fan, uh, financial transaction of your life. <laughs> well, here's the good news. You don't have to because of real estate agents. I trust they're going to set you up with not just one good agent in your area, but the best agent in your area. Not just a good agent, not just one, the best one. And if you're moving to a different town or a different state, guess what? We'll hook you up with the best agent that we can find in that area as well. Buying and selling homes was hard before the housing market uh, and the way it went crazy. And what's coming next? 
There's so much work to do and so much rest on you being in contact with the right people to do everything that needs to be done, both on the selling side and the buying side. That's why I started Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's a free service to you. I'm not asking you to trust me. I'm asking you to just try this out. Interview these people. You're interviewing real estate agents. Have you ever really done that or just go with the one that you've got? Uh, as you interview these people, we just ask you to interview these real estate agents because we've put them through the ringer. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds station ID. Shouldn't say real estate agents. Those who are afflicted with people. real estate transactions. <laughs> that's really, that's, that's a better one though than real estate agent those who are constantly those people who are constantly afflicted with real estate transactions <laughs> yeah, that's, that's accurate <laughs> that is much more accurate holy cow this is unbelievable can they be can can they focus on something more important no this has to there permeate every level of our society doesn't it that's the only the only end this is just has to take over everything we do is constant focus on idiotic language issues. We can't just speak. Do you remember what Mussolini called, uh, you know, how he described fas- fascism? Do you remember it? People afflicted with fascism. <laughs> no, I don't know. People that are afflicted with gulags. Right? No, it was uh, it was everything in the state, nothing outside of the state. Mm. OK, we're there, gang. We're there. Well, tell me that they are trying to implement that. I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not my life, but right, I mean, right, right. it is but it, what they but want. It's what they want. Mm-hmm. We are we are approaching where there is nothing disconnected from the government, nothing disconnected from politics. That is Mussolini's description of fascism. Everything in the state, nothing without nothing outside of the state. There is no private life. There is no private property. There there are no individual freedoms. They're all just what the state says you can do. Correct. How can you best serve it? Right. And how does the state, if you don't have a permit to do exactly that or permission, then you can't because you can't farm on your own land the way you want to. You can't build on your own land the way you want to. You can't run your business the way you want to. You can't. Talk, you can't even have an opinion without it being crushed and scrutinized. You can't be different anymore. That's everything in the state. Nothing outside of it. That's not a good... That's a, we should get off that road. I'm just... We should get off that road. Maybe turn the car around. Yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> it's that same split yeah. in the road. Like, you know, you at know, the end of a road, if it's Mussolini at the end of the road, don't go a quarter of a mile down it. You're like, go hey, the other way. Come on down. I got some good pasta. Right. <laughs> you don't. You no, know, it's no. Mussolini down there. Yeah, you don't want yeah. that. And and there, there seems to be a, a flirtation here with like, let's see how far we can go down without turning into Mussolini. I don't think that's a good idea. No, I think there's full-fledged <laughs> rampant sex going on. I don't think this is a flirtation anymore. I think everyone has their clothes off with Mussolini right now. Yeah, and I don't know. I, his body's just not that impressive. You I don't know. know. I don't. When it was hanging from a piano wire, it was pretty sweet. Mm. He was the, 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 <laughs> not a good ending. For, didn't end. Didn't end well. For, for you know what's Benny. weird? Fascism usually doesn't. No. Not yeah. a good idea, which is why you don't go down this road. Right. You know, because it's usually millions killed 
and then that other guy gets it. I thought we mm-hmm. had at one point all sort of collectively realized <laughs> this was a bad, bad idea. Road, a bad I thought idea. so too. Yeah. I thought so too. Apparently not. I thought a lot. You know, I, that's one thing I, I will say as I have aged a bit and, and, and maybe matured. Now I'm looking back in the years in my nursing home. <laughs> yes. And as I've hit, uh, you know, retirement age as I am, <laughs> I've realized that that is one of the things I I think I did not understand earlier on in life, as even doing while doing this show. Yeah. Like, it seems like we got to a point where certain things we knew were true and we would build off of those things. And we might disagree on what direction to go from there, but we knew like there, this foundational element of our society is accurate and let's go with that knowledge. Yeah. Just like you do with like medicine, right? The like, prob- you know, right. a, a medication cures something, we build from there. But in medicine, in your first year, you learn all those foundational things. Yeah. We, we stop teaching the foundational things that made us who we are and made us free and happy and able to help other people. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay. You know, there's many sponsors on our show, uh, and there's one that comes to me now lately every day, and I wonder why, why hasn't everyone in the audience switched right now to Patriot Mobile? They're the only Christian conservative, uh, conservative wireless provider. Okay, well, maybe you're an atheist and you're like, I don't want a bunch of Christians. Okay, maybe. Um, they're not monitoring anything. In fact, they're using the same cell towers that everybody else is using. Um, they have better coverage. They have the most coverage. Uh, and what's crazy is uh, their prices are cheaper and their service department is better. It's voted number one. So what is it that you... <laughs> That you don't want to switch. Okay, those are just business things. Do you know that Verizon is uh, is now talking about releasing records illegally to the government? Uh, probably already have. The other phone carriers are doing the same thing. Do you know they're paying you know Planned Parenthood with giant donations? Why would you do that? Switch. PatriotMobile.com/slash/back. PatriotMobile.com/slash/back. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You are? Yeah. Did you use the promo code Glenn? Oh, uh, I did. Do you save 10 bucks off oh your subscription? Oh my gosh, it was great. Okay, I have some really good news. Really good news. Um, I was just writing, in fact, I'll read it to you. I was just writing uh, a letter to uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, at Facebook um, uh, because we... Uh, we had a problem. We described it last hour. We had a plane land on the ground uh, full of Christians and everything else. And um, they were apparently taken over to a Facebook plane and flown to Mexico. That's not where we were wanting these people to go. They said it had they had journalists on board. We didn't have any journalists on the manifesto. And it just seemed really weird. Uh, and things got a little hostile. Uh, it felt like it was getting hostile. So I just wanted to de-escalate, and I was just writing this to Mark Zuckerberg. Mark, I'm thrilled to hear that Facebook has relocated refugees from Afghanistan. While I doubt you were aware, we were apparently one of your partners on a recent Facebook mission. It was important me to reach out to you directly, as this is very personal to me, as it was my radio audience that donated over $30 million in the last week to rescue those marked for death 
through my charity, the Nazarene Fund, which has been doing this work for over five years and has many global uh, partner countries. Earlier this week, we apparently had a plane load of 345 religious minorities, SIVs, Americans, and according to your spokesperson, several journalists that you were trying to save. They did not identify themselves on our manifest as such uh, to our knowledge, but perhaps that was the fog of war and not the main point. What we would like to know is where the rest of the passengers were let off and who was the charity or government agency that is caring for them. These people are personal to us and we don't want to burden them or the government, the host government upon arrival. Well, I was just about to hit send and we got an update. And the good news is uh, we know exactly where the Christians are. Uh, There is a mix up in manifests uh and I, I don't know all of the details at this point but we were digging in we are we are really it matters to us where these people go and we are trying to do do due diligence now remember in 10 days just our planes have moved about 8000 people it's actually i think i don't want to say anymore it's it's at least 8000 people that we have moved. That's a lot of people to keep straight. Uh, so we were digging in. Our people were digging in and we have some answers. And I am happy to say that uh, Facebook has relocated refugees into Mexico. They were not uh, the three hundred and forty five uh, that we thought it was. Uh, and so everything is great. And. Our apologies for any mix-up, um, but we just want to make sure we know everything uh, that is happening to to the people that we rescue. We don't want them just dumped someplace and forgotten. And we've been through so much bad news recently. It's nice to get some good news. Yes, right? it is. You know, I it mean, is. obviously, this sort of stuff can happen with paperwork mix-ups and such. Yes. And, and it looks like this one is 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 above board, and that's great. Yeah, and you it know? gets it gets dicey when you don't trust each other. You know, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I don't trust Facebook. I, he, yeah, it's you hard know, to trust I, anybody right now. Yeah, in the, particularly in this situation. Correct. But that's why you ask questions, and that's why you try to get answers. Correct. Correct. So we're thrilled uh, to um, report that. And thus ends the good news. (laughs) (laughs) How long do you think the media holds on to reporting about Afghanistan and the things that went on there? Because I do think eventually we'll get we'll get books. We'll get we'll get long form reporting. But like as a an actual lead story, it feels like it's already off the front page. I would say and by I'd say by next Monday, it's pretty much. That's incredible. It's gone. a 20, 20 year commitment. Yeah, and the worst debacle of all time. Really, and I I feel like it's so easy to say that, right? We're critical of Joe Biden. We don't think he's a good president. There's a lot of things I don't like about what happened. It's easy to say. However, I can't think of any time. Any president in my lifetime has ever had this type of combination of extreme sort of ideological certainty and extravagant incompetence. 
those two those two roads coming to an intersection is really remarkable. It's really yeah. for any and, president in my entire lifetime. And, and there's been some bad ones. There's been some people who are really ideological and very uh, incompetent. I've never seen anything like this, though. I've never seen anything. So like I'm it. trying to find a story that I wasn't going to use today, and I don't know if I still have it in my sack of stuff or I deleted it. But there is a guy uh, that that actually went back and looked and he was making the case that, you know, Biden, I mean, it is like this, you know, at the end of wars. And he went back to like 1843. And I'm thinking, you know, it might have been messy in 1843 or whatever the war was that he was talking about. But I, you know, communication was a little different. Uh, air travel was just slightly different back then. Yeah, since we're talking about an airlift, maybe just go back to the you know the times when there were planes. planes. <laughs> planes. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, mean, just, I guess we could I, go back earlier than yeah, that. I but even said, that, I mean, I, I, they keep talking about how unprecedented this airlift was. That's because nobody else ever put themselves in this situation. It's not like we have a problem with getting planes off the ground. The military did do an excellent job considering the restrictions they were put under by this president Mm -hmm. considering the situation they were put under under, i think they did the best they could the best that they possibly could those on the ground i'm not yeah i'm not talking about leadership yeah yeah, we're talking about the the the, the act no one is criticizing the efforts put in by our military members none um and the fact that they were out there hand searching refugees as as suicide bombs were going off shows their dedication and Mm -hmm. they really did try to do everything they could but like it's just a dumb way to measure success you if if you do something incredibly dumb that puts yourself into an incredibly dumb situation that harms all sorts of people you don't give yourself credit for you do if you're arrogant i guess maybe you do i mean the arrogance the arrogance coupled with the uh incompetence is just staggering yeah it's like you know you went and you gambled away your entire family uh savings and you you set your house on fire and your kids are starving and then you go into a convenience store and steal a hot dog and you're like this is the most successful theft of a hot dog at all of all time <laughs> like, so what <laughs> you screwed up every element before this i mean you know if we were on an xy chart <sighs> it would be arrogance on the on the side and uh, incompetence on the bottom and we would be in the top right hand corner yeah I mean, the very top. You can't combine certainty and ineptitude. Yeah, yeah. it's a really bad so, place. Let me give you this. Be. I mm-hmm. gotta let you know. Let's 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 end this break at least with just a little more, not necessarily good news, but okay. fun news. <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, how bad? How bad does Biden have to be in his first what eight months mm-hmm. of presidency? Uh, to uh, to have this article. You see a lot nowadays, if you regularly read conservative commentary, as I do. But as a conservative writer, I think it's unfair. It's unfair to the 39th president. I think it's time to say some good words about Jimmy Carter and his <laughs> accomplishments that are in stark contrast with his only 18-year younger successor, Joe Biden. 
This article goes oh, on. That is a it's, great start to an article. Well, right isn't it great? <laughs> you just go through like, he is not Jimmy Carter. No. At least Jimmy Carter did this, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Carter did that. I mean, it's... It, I start off by noting that Carter came to the presidency with almost no relevant experience. <laughs> so, like, this guy's been in office for 50 years and he's that un- incompetent. That's you have to be really bad when Jimmy Carter people start to defend Jimmy Carter and say, don't you dare compare Jimmy Carter to Joe Biden. <sighs> Having frequent pain in your life isn't uncommon. Millions of people suffer from it every day. And when that inflation hits your joints, whether it is from the regular exercise of day-to-day living or the effects of aging, it's like dragging a car around on a chain behind you. I know because I was in severe pain every single day. And when I tried Relief Factor for the first time, uh, to say I was skeptical is Probably an understatement. I took it almost against my will. Uh, my wife was like, I'm not listening anymore. And I'm like, it's not going to work. So I was beyond skeptical. I thought for sure it wouldn't have any effect on me. Uh, I will tell you, after three weeks, I was like, no, I just think this. I'm feeling better, but it's just, you know, the weather or whatever I blamed it on. I stopped taking it and it all came back with a vengeance. It worked for me. Now, it works for about 70% of the people who try it, or at least, you know, maybe maybe these 70% are insane. They go on to order more month after month, and uh, they recommend that, you know, try it for three weeks. If it's not working for you, it's probably not going to work for you. 70% of the people go on to order over and over again, month after month. I've been on for, like, I don't know, two years, and it's healthy. It's, it's you know, it's, it's not a drug. I take it three times a day relieffactor.com 800-583-84 relieffactor.com 800-583-84 the Glenn Beck program this is the Glenn Beck program uh well Joe Biden has hit a, another new low uh mm, as uh, as uh, as president for an approval rating but it's not necessarily historic why don't you explain so Joe Biden is underwater with approval rating already, uh, which happened obviously just because of that. I mean, he was dropping before Afghanistan, but he crossed the line during the Afghanistan crisis. He's now at 46 percent approval as an average. So that is now that is above where Donald Trump was at this time. Trump he was like 50 or I mean, 45, 44. Trump bounced between 37 and 45 his entire presidency. OK. OK. So uh, it's but not Trump a, is also somebody who I think we should throw the Trump ratings out because no other president had. Remember the pink hat revolution and everything that went against Trump the entire time it was against Trump. And Donald Trump was just a different guy. He came in with a as a celebrity after multiple decades. He was yeah. obviously very a divisive figure. Mm-hmm. He had major movements against him. He, yeah, I got it. I got it. You know, so let's so, throw him out as an anomaly. Let's look at all of the other presidents. OK, uh, so Joe Biden is doing worse than Barack Obama was at this time. OK, uh, Joe Biden is doing worse in approval rating than George W. Bush was at this time. And that's notable largely because it's September 2nd, as I say this, nine uh, days before September 11th. And George Bush was not liked at that time. Yeah. We, nobody really knew him yet. Yeah. he. But this before he got the giant popularity burst yeah. after September 11th. He was selected, not elected. Biden is doing worse than even he was there. Okay. Uh, he is... About the same as Bill Clinton was at this point in his presidency. However, that's about to change because Clinton 
started on a down note and then is in the middle of his recovery Mm -hmm. uh, where he would go rise up to, uh, you know, 59% here eventually. So he's about to be behind Bill Clinton. Uh, Joe Biden is behind George H.W. Bush in popularity at this point in the presidency. He is behind Ronald Reagan at this point in his presidency. He is behind Jimmy Carter at this point in his presidency. Gerald Ford is a little bit different. Uh, Ford, he's actually slightly ahead of, although that could very well change in about a month where yeah. Ford recovers to above 50%, but we'll see on no that one. No way that happened. And Ford was, I remember Ford, he was just like, everybody was pissed at him because they thought he just gave Nixon a pass. Right. He started off very yeah. popular, then right. did that, and then right. dropped down well under 50%. Correct. Uh, speaking of Nixon, though, uh, Joe Biden is behind Richard Nixon in approval rating at this point in his presidency. In both terms? um i well in i have it in the four i can look at his eight year uh yes it would be yes it would be wow because in the impeachment was going on well the impeachment he didn't really start following until let's see day 1533 so he had some time on that one um he so biden is behind richard nixon he's also behind lyndon johnson in approval rating he's also behind john f kennedy in approval rating he's also behind dwight eisenhower in approval rating and he's also behind harry truman in approval rating at this time and so, harry truman didn't have support he started off pretty strong but fell off pretty quickly so he's still ahead of him uh, at this point so the only exceptions you know in mo- modern times joe biden has the worst approval rating at this point in his presidency with the only exceptions being gerald ford uh and donald trump and Bill Clinton is an asterisk. They're basically tied at this point. So it's, <laughs> not, so it's not, not going well. It's <laughs> not, this has not been a raging success. Is so I guess if you were that. in the Biden camp, you would say this is suboptimal. 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 It would be a very good use yeah. of the term. Okay. Suboptimal. All right. That would be. There's optimal. Yeah. This is under this optimal. Is... We'll call it suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, again, this is a guy who's supposed to be a pragmatic moderate guy who I can see both sides i mean this is the biggest lie of the entire presidency so far he's you know, not that guy at when, all when people said uh donald trump would lie it was usually an exaggeration or it was just you know it was just part of him okay it was just part of him he, he was you know he is uh and i don't mean this as a slam he was pt barnum you know, he was a guy who was a salesman. You can read his books and he <clears throat> describes, he doesn't use that term, but yeah. he describes you have to show the excitement, right. the enthusiasm about what you're talking about is right. really important. And I mean, so he, he, he told always, us that in advance. Right. He was always like that. This guy is not like that. The, the lies that are happening now, George Bush lied, people died. Um, hello? The lies that are being told now are so monumental and so easily proven, but that may change. Uh, They just removed the list of all the weapons that were left behind on the federal websites. They just deleted all of that. Uh, So is does history have record? Will they have record of that? I think only if we preserve it as individuals because they're changing it. So you can't say you were lying because how do i prove it you just deleted everything this is the glenn back program